0: Good
1: morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Morning, Russell.
2: Come good, on morning, Russell. good morning, everyone.
0: And we say good morning, Father, good morning, Jesus, good
1: morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, because your word reminds us every morning that you renew your mercy for us. You are ever willing to pour your grace into our lives. And then you keep saying to us, see, I am doing a new thing by the workings of your Spirit within our life when we connect with your word, the truth that you reveal to us there, Lord. That truth that starts to stir up within our being and brings about transformation. We thank you, Father, for that grace upon our life, that gift that you give us, of your Spirit and Jesus said, I will never leave you. So that Spirit of Jesus is here to stay. And you are always willing to call us by name and pour your peace and joy into our hearts. It is not your will that any of us should perish. But we should repent be renewed and come to eternal life. And Father, this peace and joy that you pour into our hearts this morning, we share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family, We share it with everyone for whom prayers have been requested on this group, those that have no one to pray for them. We offer our faith to stand in that gap, Father, and to intercede. We also share it with all those that are Christians and do not yet have that personal experience of knowing you. With all those that do not want to know you and have turned away from you. We ask, Father, for them to be quickened, To be drawn towards you. For unless you draw them, they cannot come.
0: We ask for a pouring out of your mercy on their lives, Lord. As well as ours.
1: And With that confidence, Lord, of your unceasing, unchangeable love for us. We call on your name. The one who is ever faithful the one who is the preserver of men whose hand is never short to redeem us the one who teaches us to profit and it is he who even in the times of all our temptations and our weakness who blots out all our transgressions and remembers our sins no more the god of abraham who always honors faith and the god of david who is always merciful when we are willing to repent recognize our mistake and turn away from it willfully with his help. That is when he is willing to pour his grace to make it happen. And we pray in the name of his son, Jesus, the lion of Judah, the rock upon which we build our life in the spirit, our daily bread, our manna straight from heaven that feeds us, the light of the world. in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. This is what your word in Colossians 2, verse 3 says. And we pray in the name of your spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of Jesus, the scepter of the King of Kings, the hand of the Father, that brought creation into existence, was now made his tabernacle within our body and gives life to our mortal spirit, opens our eyes to see the truth, So that that truth shall set us free. It is this presence of your Holy Spirit Father that brings liberty. It is he who reveals all those hidden treasures of wisdom and knowledge to us. Like your word in Dan chapter 2 says, it is he who reveals the deep and secret things. The one who changes the times and seasons. is the breath of the
0: Father now living with us.
1: It is he who heals our backsliding. We thank you, Lord, that you give your spirit and your word to us. And you do not hold back. You are ever willing to pour out everything that is needed to bring about our salvation and to turn us back. Out of evil, out of being harmed, out of certain death into life. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with that gift of prayer as well. And the opportunity of repentance. That even at the last moment of our lives when we repent, you are ever willing to say today you shall be with me in paradise. We thank you, Father, for all those revelations that you pour through your word. Thank you that you give us your angels, your destiny help us. You provide all our needs in accordance with your heavenly providence through your riches in glory, through Christ Jesus. You are ever willing to pour out a new gift, really, of all the gifts of the Spirit to us. We thank you, Father, that it is your will that we should live in abundance, and it is your plan that we should walk in dominion. We ask for that grace, that discernment, that opening of our eyes, to see this will and to collaborate with you to bring it into fulfillment. We thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. As also every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group, Christians everywhere. We cover them by that same precious blood that has won all victories. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy will. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I declare that divine exemption from all these disasters, and I command that angelic protection in the name of Jesus. (coughs) Lord, we also... Herald the power in our spoken word, as we proclaim your word from Isaiah, <clears throat> Isaiah 55 verse 10 and 11. It says, "As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater." So is our word that goes out of our mouths this day, and do we, we declare that it will not return to us empty. Or will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it when we send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Yesterday we reflected on the topic of is temptation demonic? And the key verse we are reflecting on yesterday and today again is 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13 where God says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. Except what is common. And God is faithful, He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, He will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. And I believe that way out is part of His plan of mercy and the grace that He puts upon our life for us to then rise up again. Today, we reflect on the question of how to use temptation to grow in the spirit. Temptation is actually a yardstick for how much we have grown in the spirit. You can use it as a measure by what are the kinds of temptations we go through and which ones do we succumb to. That will tell you the level of difficulty that you are undergoing and how much you have grown by the kind of temptations you face. The bigger ones, when you see them coming, and the smaller ones you know you get by and it doesn't bother you anymore, then you know for sure that there is positive growth happening there. So temptation first reveals what darkness is still within us. What is that kind of darkness? By observing the nature of the temptations you face, you can know whether... That darkness is leaning towards lust or whether it is a kind of greed, whether it's a kind of pride, whatever that kind is, when you see the kind of temptation and you know or you discern it, you will know what kind of temptation it is. Now, this is not a demon yet. It is still human weakness in the flesh. For example, when a man looks at a beautiful woman on the street, it is his human nature it is not a demon of lust. Likewise for food as well or anything else. When you take action against or, or towards that thought, that temptation that comes in your mind, that's when it opens the door for demonic entry. And <clears throat> when you see that it affects you frequently, then you know that this is the darkness within you that you have to fight against and overcome. So that sin, when you take action, that sin authorizes that demon of lust or greed or whatever it is to take charge. It gives them permission because of your action. But the good thing is, each of us have the ability to say no. Where your resilience is in this matter, is what decides the outcome. How much are you able to resist and hold on?
0: And that is built by the volume of word knowledge
1: within you. The word first tells you that this is wrong. And then the Holy Spirit working within us helps us to overcome that darkness. He keeps on speaking, he keeps on convicting us telling us it is not good, it is dangerous. But we get a free will to choose whether we will listen to him or whether we will listen to our flesh and the desire that is built up there. So the idea is to not let that desire build up. When you know God's will and you love him enough to keep it, then you will reject temptation. Then you will listen to his voice. But if we don't separate temptation and sin, then we'll end up blaming the devil for what started in our human nature. You can't count yourself innocent there. You have collaborated with the enemy by taking that action, inviting them in, and then you know from the parable of the house swept clean, the one that enters in will always bring seven more. Seven more deadlier than himself. Now, how does the devil operate? He looks for such vulnerabilities. The advantage he has is of experience. Remember, he is thousands of years old as well. He has experience of human beings for those many years. He observes our weakness. He observes patterns within our behavior based on our family history, based on our culture, based on the communities we associate with. And then they observe individual behaviors as well. And all that he does is he makes a suggestion with the hope of creating
0: a desire. And that's all he does. Just like he'd
1: created a desire for the fruit in Eve. Our thoughts and our desires emerge from those suggestions. When we dwell on them for too long then that opens us up to temptation and that temptation does the rest then it leads to sin and entry for the devil and all that he does is even while he has entered there and keeps on suggesting bigger things bigger temptations he also stands aside in the court of god's law and says he is a sinner he becomes the accuser there and then we think this is not fair the devil did everything But the question is, did you fail to check that initial suggestion? Even when the Holy Spirit kept screaming in your ears, this is wrong. James 1 verse 14 says, each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. By his own desire. It's not the devil. So what do you do? You draw the line there and let it stop in between there. You do not cross over to the other side. Now God lets that desire creep up on us. And he watches our responses to it. He's observing whether we are ready to go to the next level in the spirit or not. And that journey we ourselves have to undertake. Because if he pushes us up, we will never grow, we will never learn, we will never appreciate the level of difficulty that had to be overcome and therefore still be vulnerable. So he lets us learn in our own way, at our own speed. And each one has a different speed of how quickly we learn to rise above that temptation. But he patiently works with each of us. And because that, as that verse 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, because it's common He knows our vulnerability. And so he says in 1 John 1 verse 9, confess and then he's ready to forgive and wash us clean so that we can make a fresh start again. It is his school. He is training us for bigger battles in the spirit. Because he knows as you grow in the spirit, the kind of battles you face And the intensity, the number of battles you will face will also keep on increasing. And unless we have that resilience, that strength to stand there, we will fall and perish. The enemy will get us. So God says you have to learn it your own way and build your own strength and capability. But we need to remember what he said also. He said, I will never leave you. I will always be with you. So how do you use that temptation to grow? You observe what you are being tempted in through discernment and you know it because your heart tells you that's the Holy Spirit speaking to you. In your heart, there is something telling you this is wrong. Then you resist it till you reach a point where it does not bother you anymore. In the process, you may fail a few times. That is our human nature, our limitations failing us. But he is patient, provided you are repentant and ready to work on it. When you reach that point of it not bothering you anymore, then you have overcome. Then your darkness is now replaced with light. And that is spiritual growth. Till then, as that verse 1 Corinthians ten thirteen says, when you are tempted he will also provide a way out. Meaning when we succumb to that temptation, when we fail, when we make that mistake, he will also provide a way out so that we can endure it and then we can rise above it. So two ways of looking at it. One, in the time of that temptation, he strengthens. Two is if we fall, he picks us up and he says, let's go again. Mm -hmm. Until we learn it. Until we are stronger there. Until our resilience is to a point where we are able to hold on. Two important scriptures come to mind here. First one is Romans 12, verse 2. When we think of desires, Romans 12, verse 2 says, Do not conform to the ways of the world. Do not do what they're doing. Just because everyone else, the majority of the people do it, doesn't make it right in God's eyes. But if you look to them, then you start building a desire for it. And then it starts with a small thought, but very quickly picks up momentum to become a passion. That's where before that happens, you need to draw the line. That is why he says it is better do not even try to conform to what they're doing. Because it's a trend, because it's a fashion, because it's the way of life now with the rest of the world. Do not conform to that way. When you know it's wrong, stay away from it. Beware. And the second one is in Matthew 26, verse 41. Jesus said, watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. This gives strength to not conform. Because he goes on to say, the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. He understands he's been through it as a human. So he knows. He feels our pain. And he says, I will help you. To hold on to the spirit and do not give in to the flesh. Use that temptation to rise up. So essentially, in summary, don't look at temptation as something really negative. It is a mirror to show us how weaknesses, And as we are growing students in the school of the spirit as we are growing, we look at that mirror and we say, oh, this is the area I need to work on. We pray to the Holy Spirit for strength to rise above our limitation and he willingly works with us there. So the recommendation here is to use it as a training ground, as a ladder to step up in the Spirit. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that discernment in our eyes to see temptation every time we come across it. Sometimes we may miss it and in discernment. But then after we have made that mistake, you show us, Lord. In those times we ask for mercy. For the time we have fallen there and for grace to rise up again. Learn from that mistake and then not go down that path anymore. Help us to recognize it early. So that we are then able to resist that temptation. And stop it from becoming a desire in our flesh. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease. We pray for all families that are embattled that are facing any kind of division or separation. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, the yoke of prayerlessness especially, busyness, ignorance and poverty, all kinds of addictions, compulsive behaviours. Anything that seeks to keep your people yoked to the ground, Father, we come against those chains by the blood of Jesus, Under his authority, the authority of the king, we declare those chains, those yokes broken. Lord, we ask for a stirring by your spirit, your yoke-breaking anointing to touch these lives today. That liberty, liberation has come to them this day.
0: We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families as well. Especially those that are not yet saved.
1: Father, we thank you that you have heard us and you always hear us. And as we release our prayer of faith, making it a prayer of agreement, one with your Holy Spirit who also prays with us. We believe, Lord, that we have received the prayer that we release now under an open heaven in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father.
3: Thank you, Father.
1: Thank you, Holy Spirit.
3: Mara, siempre aquel recostoso de la
1: Bracoste caricate, generated the cross the caricata onion tears <laughs> in Bandoros, color and shallow
3: papa, 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 papa,
1: papa, 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 Shada brandala raseem porontele
3: resota de de a niang <speaking> jaga kerana dah lara rasa kata perasa, kata perasa,
1: tentera perasa, tiada perasa. Tiada perasaan dah. <Hebrew> tiada perasaan dah. Tiada perasaan dah. Tiada perasaan dah.
2: Tiada
1: perasaan dah. बारास <inaudible> का <inaudible> Abra Kasta prosa,
3: katara
1: Sata. randa
3: hasalah cinta
1: pada
3: Bohahiasat yang di atas, yang di atas, yang di atas,
1: yang di atas, yang
3: di atas, yang
1: di atas, yang di atas, yang di atas, yang di atas, yang yang Barra de Rasta
3: Bracata
1: and Rasta a little bit of a moment.
2: I should be
1: able to the Barbara Shadda, Papa, to Lorozilla and
3: the
1: other the Prosecilla, dedicated Catabros Sandra
3: de 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 de
1: de 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 de
2: Yang
1: bab barra zanda diriya. Mantos kalabrani daradara. Sanda de la caricate, shaded de
3: lire de la basa colabria
1: tacosilla
3: rambras da da
1: Impresenta Zecatecatoia, Conda Brasata, and the crustace, the Taracoros, and Terricata, Conda
3: Husambracata, Hadada,
1: Lada, Dalada,
3: Yonder, in on Dora
1: Dada, and the Brascata, Narascalabrosi, and Teres de Rijala, Rostas de Caracataya, and Yanjala and Terrabrosa, and Taria Catus, and Rajala Radaba, in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. We believe, Lord, we release our faith and we say, Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
2: The words that were put on my heart this morning. I am your Lord. I am your shepherd. I am your strength when you are weak. Come, abide in me. Come, desire me. Come, worship me. I am your Lord and God. The scripture I've been given is from Ephesians 6, 10 to 12. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the armour of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we are not contending against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against the powers, against the world rulers of this present darkness, against the spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
1: Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for reconfirming that as well, because we have the same scripture shared in the chat. Ephesians 6, verse 11 and 12. And a second scripture shared is from Galatians 5, verse 16 and 17, quoted from the NIV where it is written, So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want.
0: Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
1: If you are being blessed by these reflections, brother, Savio's powerful, spirit-filled reflections, as well as the divine mercy, divine mercy and rosary sessions every evening and the Friday evening Bible study sessions. All these sessions are aired live on Zoom and YouTube, so you can share those links. The same link works for all of them. Share it with your family and friends. Invite them to join. Let them experience that love of the Father and transformation in their lives as well. All these sessions are also recorded and stored on our YouTube page. They are posted on our Facebook page and are also available on our podcast channel on Anchor. You can search for our prayer group name and you'll find it. Also, a reminder about our Bible study session this evening. The topic is Choose Worship Over Worry. A very powerful spiritual warfare weapon. And today we will learn how we can use that that weapon of worship to fight fear with faith. So again, those links are available on all our channels. You can share them with others and invite at least one person to come and join us this evening. And let their lives start to experience that change. And that the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and His favor that comes out of His jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day everyone we shall see you at bible study session starting at uh, with praise and worship at 5 30 p.m australian eastern time this evening and then it's followed by confession of scriptures testimony time that powerful time where people share such wonderful testimonies and then the teaching of the evening starting at 7 30 p.m australian eastern standard time we shall see you then have a good day and be blessed everyone thank,
2: thank you God you. bless everyone. everyone
0: Thank you.